Yo. Welcome to Radio Yo. Melee. What is up, everybody? How's everybody doing? Yeah, we got a very yeah. special guest. Uh, Woo! What's up, bro? Hey, how are you guys? Good, man. PPMD. I was just saying how we haven't talked, like me and PV have not talked in God knows how long. It's, it's been, been too long, man. Been too yeah. long. I'm, I'm real long. glad you're here, man. What a yeah. what an absolute hero, absolute legend in the community. Honored Thank to have you, you with us today. I'm glad to be here. Yes, glad sir. Yes, sir. So uh, before we get into it, talking about whatever, I mean, I'm stoked to be talking to Brandon. Uh, but yeah. before we get into that, I just want to make sure that you all out there know that mm. if you are uh, in either one of mine or Toast Twitch chats, please use exclamation radio melee to follow the instructions. Join the Discord server and go to the submit topics uh, submit topics channel to submit your questions that you can call in with, and you'll mm. get it'll be straightforward from there. But anyway, uh, yeah, how you doing today, Brandon? And uh, how'd you like watching SCL, man? Oh, I'm doing I'm doing great. SCL was nice. Uh, his mother's day. My birthday was actually that day, so no way. Cool. Birthday, Saturday yeah. or Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I so, you know, Damn, I didn't even know that. Yeah, it was Mother's Day stuff, and then I just chilled and watched watched the event. So I, I had a lot of I had a lot of fun watching. Uh, was a good set. Uh, Mango Wizzy. I thought that set was crazy. That was close one. Yeah. That yeah. might have been set of the What else was another Johnny and uh, IBW? That was also crazy. I was yeah, like, damn. <laughs> so I like Zach fighters. with me too. Oh yeah, Zach was, with me. Zach dancing. Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy for him, and then I was just like this, but I was happy for him. So I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know whether to shake my head. Oh, uh, you, you didn't approve, huh? He didn't have the moves. You didn't. Yeah, think, Zach huh? with the dance moves. I, I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we had you got to put it no show earlier today. In fact, yeah. I was talking. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I love and, Zach. Uh, yeah, you know, I always root for Zach. Man. He's one of my favorite people. Just period. So absolutely. absolutely. I, yeah. I also want to take this opportunity formally to congratulate you. By the way, Beast Coast. Oh, yeah, which is you. really, which is really that. tight. That and, is um, absolutely fantastic, man. And how? I mean, how can? How does that feel? I mean, you've been an absolute pillar of the community for. Over 10 years now, finally getting sponsored. I am beyond thrilled to ha see it happening. Um, how, how is it for you, man? Well, first, I appreciate that. All the love and support I've been getting. It's kind of kind of wild. Uh, it, it's interesting. I never thought I would get sponsored. I kind of, no, no lie. I never thought that would happen. Uh, and sometimes I was like, man, be cool. But then I've just kind of accepted fate like well it's probably not gonna happen so i'm just gonna keep doing my thing and i feel like when you kind of have that energy like it, it, it's like the situation kind of comes to you i don't yeah. you get what i'm saying like uh, yeah yeah it's like it, it, as opposed to me just trying to look for a sponsor or whatever um but yeah i mean it was cool man i feel like with beast coast they just they really like good people and i really feel like they have like my best interest there and uh, okay, I'm, I'm happy I'm, I'm really blessed man like i said I, I don't know if you guys went there when i announced it but i in my life i feel like i've worked a lot harder for way less in my life so mm. it, it's cool to be able mm -hmm. to just you know do what i'm doing and get sponsored for it it's kind of right. it's crazy it's actually crazy to me yeah so I'm, I'm i'm blessed and i'm glad the the communities just always supported me and my endeavors too so Thank everybody who, I don't know. So without people, you know, obviously it just wouldn't work. So, yeah, I'm 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 super blessed about it for sure. Absolutely, but, man. I yeah, mean, that. Go ahead, Tove. 
I was just gonna say that's how I felt with Golden Guardians too. Like just right. kind of the way it worked out, and uh, I had the same sentiment with the Golden Guardians folks. I was like, yeah, these guys really get it. You know, these guys really um, like everyone I talked to on the team. You know, Crystal with the graphics, which we were talking about before we went live, how Crystal's knocked out of the park, and Q behind the scenes running the stream, of course. Uh, cool, you know, all the, all the people Aww. on the social side of things. Shout out to Zeke, the man, and uh, that's the guy that runs the Golden Guardians Twitter account. Which is hot new shit posts every day. <laughs> uh, go ever. I think everyone at this point realized has been like, wow, the Gold Guardians Twitter account really does just fucking post melee memes all day, and it's it's great. And uh, yeah, I, I I really like. Uh, I just I just really like. Feel like melee's in a good spot right now with with kind of how how teams have been investing in in people sure. and and how the people involved have been really cool. So really really happy about that. For sure, man. It's yeah. cool to see. It's like everybody getting sponsored. It's kind of wild to me, you know, is I just never thought something like that would even be an idea, let alone. Mm-hmm. I mean, just just I think that about a lot of things in in Melee right now, obviously, just being able to play online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that That's crazy True. to me, too. That's crazy uh, too. Yeah, but uh, just all of it, you know, just what, it, you know, the whole, I guess, the esports realm of it. It's it's, yeah, it's cool to be able to see people be able to, you know, really like make a living doing this and just just being them too. I think it's, yeah, I mean, yeah. I love scenarios where everyone wins. You know, man, and I think yeah. I think you know orgs are realizing that this is something that can happen more now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, definitely. It's, it's sick, man. It's, it's a cool yeah, opportunity. Man. Definitely grateful for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I just want to take a moment before we get into the questions. I really just want to let people know. I think so many people when they talk about what Brandon's done for the community, Brandon being homemade waffles here, young waff on the screen. I think uh, I think so many people what they what they talk about is oh he started hosting tournaments um, when the pandemic started and he's he saved melee and that is true. He did that is the true thing that I think people I, I love people say that, but. You know, that's not always my first thought. I mean, at this point, it almost seems like a given that you're just going to rise up when the community needs you most, Brandon. But but what my memory is, is is the the Waffle 77 YouTube channel and the commentary, how you you through your own hype, through your own efforts, shaped so much of the community culture and, and the way we talked and the way we thought and the and the players we liked and and the content we consumed. I mean, you were the voice you were one of the main voices, if not the main voice in Wombo Combo. I mean, come on, man. Absolutely yeah. iconic human being. Um again, I it, so many people talk about the modern things you do and I'm certainly glad for that, but right. I mean, it's been it's been over time. It's been years of it. And so, I you know, like you getting sponsored. I mean, what you're saying about doing all that work, I think is absolutely true and mm-hmm. and I'm really glad that it's rewarded. And so I really want people to t- take this moment to really appreciate you that you you stuck That's around and and it's all kind of, and things have gotten better for you. So I'm really happy yeah, for that, man. Love, man. I really do appreciate mm-hmm. that, you know. I like like I was saying like uh you know, I've just, you know, been through a lot. I, I I don't think I've had, like, like I feel like a lot of melee players, the traditional route with a lot of them is either, you know, you have, you go to school, you know, mm-hmm. you, and from there you get a job, right? And I feel like my path kind of wasn't like that. Uh, you know, I would just be working double shifts here, random jobs here, living in this random place, living in this random place. So the fact that the community helped me, like, not have to really worry about that. Yeah, you know, it's just like it's such a blessing, especially compared to just what I've 
I mean, I mean, Tove, I remember Tove came to my house one time and he's just like <laughs> smack dab in the hood. Like Tove just pulled up and it's just like that. That was it was just like that for a while at one point. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it just things just got better, you know. I remember the Dave and Buster's. Yeah, man. Go, yeah. I would I would go to a tournament, uh, and then just right after, uh, from six to two, I would have to, uh, I'd have to go work for like eight nine hours. I never forget NCR. Uh, I got ninth, and I was debating because my shift was coming up. It was like one of my last shifts too. I was like, yo, like I had to play fly. I'm like, dude, if I get top eight, I don't know if I'm going to make my shift. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, like I had this problem. This has happened a couple times. And then I lost the set. And I was like, all right. Like, I guess the plus is I can still go to work. <laughs> right. So Jeez, I, I went man. to work. And, like, that man. That was, like, uh, common. That was common. There would be oh, times man. where, like, I would be in bracket. And I'm like, yeah, I got to, like, DQ. Or I just wouldn't go because I had. I remember that tournament, the deep. With the one Bobby one or yeah. all the crazy Santa Cruz tournaments that everyone would go to, like I couldn't go because it was just, it was too far and I'd have to work and you know mm-hmm. just not having to worry about that is nice. Our, our uh, what was the other tournament? The the bizarre the law firm tournament. Right. Yes. I, I remember. Uh, I got off. I was working for the eight. I was working. I was doing like two three jobs at the time, right? And I was working at FedEx. Uh, David wow. Buster's and for the Oakland A's, the A's was oh seasonal because wow. it was a, uh, you know, it was like right. Depends when the, right. right. So if, if they're on the road, I wouldn't be working. But they were at home, so I I, I get off, and it, it's like super dead. The A's are destroying another team. They're like, okay, you can go home. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> so I was like, well, man, I did not expect this. So I called Biz. I was like, yo, can I still enter this tournament? He's like, yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm not in my suit. Like the the, the thing for entry, there you was had a to, dress code. Yeah, yes. you, you had to be at a dress code. I'm in like all black. I'm like, dude, I I don't have, like, I can't afford to go home and come back. He's like, no, nah, just just you're good, just come. And just then through, I yeah, show yeah. up and just like a all black outfit and in a mm-hmm. tournament it, it was funny but those that was like mad common that was super common so wow. now just knowing that like you know i could just <laughs> i could just, just focus on it yeah yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's wild I'm, 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 really such a good feeling too just relief yeah, i'm happy mm-hmm. for you man yeah thanks happy man. For you. i appreciate it yo you guys too man i see this podcast the, the <laughs> golden party and stuff man yeah golden guardians is sick man dude i realized it was it's crazy for me because you know we're, we're gonna get into the caller questions in just a second but i was just mm-hmm. gonna finish this thought by saying you, you mentioned the a's and i was thinking about it it's just crazy for me because you know i okay every, everybody else in the squad uh you know most everyone's outside of norcal but like i'm norcal and so for me there's like an extra special like Cause I actually, the day that they put, they put us on the freaking chase center and That's I drove true. to the chase center and I was like, dude, I got to see this. Right. And I was like, wow, this is, this is crazy. And someone, yeah. uh, someone who was there was like, Hey, that's you. I was like, yeah, I was trying to take a photo. Um, and, uh, I was just like, man, that is really cool. Cause it's just like, uh, it's like the, it's it's local. It's the Golden State Warriors. You know what yeah. I mean? That's, that's, I mean, that's so wild to me, man. As a, as a warrior enthusiast. Right. Right, pretty, pretty much yeah, no, all, my whole life, most of my life, it's it's crazy seeing that like 
<laughs> they're sponsored like my friends. That's wild. Right. It's <laughs> like, like what dude. the fuck? That's insane. Yeah, I mean, tell you know, I go to your house, man. Me and Julie Simon too. We talk about all right. This is before the Warriors are good. We're like, yo, how can the Warriors make the playoffs this year? Okay. <laughs> You know, we got X, Y, Z pieces. And so it's just crazy right. to see not only just the Warriors trajectory as a team, just in just in just a world culture as a whole, mm-hmm. but then for them to be able to go into into not even just esports, but just melee in particular. Melee, yeah. And you know, get crazy. you guys. It's 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 wild, man. Small world, dude. That's mm-hmm. small fucking yeah. world. It's crazy. It's it's insane. <laughs> yeah it's insane all right we're gonna we're gonna start bringing on some of the uh the callers uh because you know we do have we're seeing some of you guys and some of you guys have already dropped some pretty good questions mm-hmm. in the discord you can ask us about anything you would ask us about current events obviously SEL this past weekend yeah. ask brad about rollback rumble the big one which we will plug later uh that is going to be the last summit qualifier i see some people asking some questions about who might make it in the summit who might win that last chance qualifier spot via rollback rumble the big one uh, so you can ask, you can direct the questions at any of us, all of us, or or one of us in particular. Um, and I think we just about have our first caller ready to join. So what is up? Uh, what's your name? Where, where are you calling in from? Uh, hey, Tilf. Um, I'm Speedy Sloth. That's my tag. Uh, I'm calling in from Maryland here and DVA. So shout outs. Represent shout out uh, Zane. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, so that's, it's a good player. <laughs> yeah, known very good player. Uh, but yeah, I just want to say first off, uh, thank you guys for having me on, and just thank you guys for everything you guys are doing for the community. It's really great. Um, especially, you. yeah, you know, Waf. I know you guys were talking about all the archival footage. It's so great to like go on YouTube and look at all the old sets and stuff. Oh, um, yeah, especially like someone who was like has gotten into the scene recently. Um, but anyway, onto the question. Uh, this is kind of like a, I guess a half hot take, half like actual question is like, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll start off with the question first is that where do you think like Falco is in the current meta? Cause I believe from I the, the thing. Yeah. I believe from the recent uh, PG stats uh, tier list, he was placed fourth uh, dropping down below puff. And I, mm-hmm. I know that I, I, disagree i do think he is a bit lower but i would like to see you know you know both pp and Waff probably two of the most legendary like falco players like in history so what do you guys think about it obviously a lot more experience than i am so you guys can go ahead and sure and before we get into that real quick what is your take where would you right that's that was my question (laughs) uh i so i i'm not a falco player but i i do think that uh, I do think that Falco is, is probably six. I think there's going to be an argument, but compared to like how much, like I feel like all the top tiers have uh, like grab games, like Falcon, Peach, like all of those guys. Falco seems like the only one to not have a very like like consistent grab game. He's also probably one of the slowest ones, like top tiers, like in terms of both jump squat and you know, running speed and stuff like that. And he seems to, a lot of the matchups, like his only like comfy matchup is like Falcon. But besides that, he's pretty much just even or just kind of slightly below everyone else. And I feel like, you know, someone with Falcon, which I would place above Falco, just seems to have a bit more like potential, I think. Obviously the idea of like four players now, 
and like the top 15, top 20 arguably is obviously a great stat. But even then, mm-hmm. I think in terms of matchup chart, I feel like Falcon has a lot more to progress. But I would like to hear what you guys think. Oh, I'll let the, the God have the floor first. He's... Yeah, I mean, I don't mind. I don't mind uh, sharing. I guess the only thing is I uh, I want to I want to make sure that I don't overdo it. So I will I'll give a, a brief overview, give enough okay. for you guys to respond to, and then we'll kind of go from there. So um, I think your four main points, if I understand correctly, were um, weak grab game. He's slow. His only mm-hmm. comfy matchup is Falcon. You think Falcon overall has a better matchup spread. Is that correct? Uh uh, agree with that yeah okay cool so let, i will take that one at a time and again i will try not to ball hog this one uh so grab game first of all i would say um i mean yeah he doesn't have so much guaranteed i think if you're gonna get like there are certain percent dependent things um some of it works a lot better if you surprise your opponent and i think that's that's kind of the nature of falco as a character is like he doesn't get a lot that's necessarily guaranteed, but he gets like really good pressure and control. And if you're able to um, play decent mix-ups, then you're still going to get pretty good damage. And like the other thing is like something that Ginger's been talking about some recently is, for example, fourth or knockdowns on a lot of characters or combos that are guaranteed, such as on Marth, um, like fourth or dash attack, mm. things like that. Uh, like there are all kinds of things that Falco can do at certain positions, certain percents, and sometimes just it doesn't really matter if you get a combo. If you're throwing the other person off the stage, if you're at the edge, that's just going to be good. Then it's about your ability to edge guard. Grab has grab makes no difference. The fact of the matter is that like grab is confusing for a lot of people to deal with because you don't know if that grab's coming. And if you are able to get something good out of grab, people want to stop shielding. Then it opens up your other stronger mm-hmm. things. But I understand that that may not seem as interesting up front but i also think things like up throw let people jump away and then they don't have a jump and then you can mess them up can actually give you more reward than other characters sometimes anyway not gonna ball hog uh so his slowness um mitigated in part by having some okay range on things like back air also his laser is going to give him frame advantage against people either they move to avoid it or they take the hit regardless he's going to get some frame advantage especially if the laser is lower um uh, there are some things you can't really deny with that. Uh, for example, someone on a platform, uh, Falco has to go higher up to shoot a laser, so you could argue he loses some, but you know, mm-hmm. it just it makes things a little more complicated. So I wouldn't say he necessarily... like. There are times, especially if he's off balance, where the slowness really hurts him, but then there are times where he's closer with the laser out, where he's just basically much faster. So you can argue it either way, I think. PP, um, I, remember, I remember when I was watching the more recent Samox doc, the metagame, and there was, I thought it was a cool quote, but you were like, I need a longer dash. Yes. And then, you know, that was the whole part of thing. Remember that? Okay. I, I still so, say that on stream sometime when I get, when I dash okay. back and I get peach ferret, I'm like, man, if I was Martha, I'd have dodged that. <laughs> so how but, do you, what you just said, you, you know, using the lasers to mitigate the fact that Falco, yeah, Falco is kind of a poor dash. De- definitely. Yes. I would use, is there a reason that in that moment or in, sub moments you would really rather just have a better dash versus yeah like yeah using so, or whatever it, so there's actually a blessing and a curse to the smaller dash uh which okay. is something i didn't talk about but the mm. upside the downside of it of course is that you don't go as far like if you want to reposition really quickly the dash just doesn't get you there quickly enough you're probably still going to get hit by a lot of moves that sucks the upside actually is that 
it repositions you a really nice amount for you to be able to uh, counter hit people if like they barely miss. Um, and for some for some dashes, particularly foxes, I find somewhat falcons, you can sometimes just go too far if you do like a full one to get a punish. And so like there's a whole lot of like really precisely hitting the control stick and things like that. You just don't have to worry about that as Falco. Um, but uh, yeah, so then the other stuff is about Falcon basically. So yeah, I mean, Fal I mean, if you want, I, you know, to put a point in your favor, right? Like uh, Mango just started losing to Falcon. So obviously <laughs> the end, the end is near Falco turning into the ninth best character in the game. Right. Uh, you know, so uh, I guess I, I, I won't, I certainly can't dispute that, but uh, we'll talk about Falcon over Falco. And I feel like, um that matchup's still gonna be hard for falcon i feel like um you know i think uh i think a lot of players are also kind of learning how to play around mango and he's he's gonna exploit some falco things but not others so i think like a more well-rounded falco pool is gonna give the falcons a harder time mm. um and let's see what else can i say so i mean falcon is rising up that's true um it's kind of like the same thing where you could say like oh well Sheik hasn't Solo Sheik hasn't won a tournament since like Captain Jack. So, you know, is Sheik like, you know, ninth or whatever behind all the characters that did. And I don't really think I think that's true. Uh, so it, it's one of those things where it's kind of just like a weird player culture quirk in my view. And um, I guess like I could talk about things like how Falcon has a hard time approaching. He has a hard time locking mm -hmm. down. Falco has a real projectile. Falcon has constant hitboxes to approach with where Falcon has a knee that hits above him. Nair that mm. can only really do well when it's fully spaced, whereas Falco's Nair doesn't care. Things like that. I mean, not having to do reads or things like that for a uh, punish game where Falco doesn't really have to do that. Although a little bit with SDI, but not to the same extent at all. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, trying not to ball hog. So, I, you know, that's the best I can give you for what I have to say. Um, what do what do any of you guys have to really say about that? I guess I'll go. I guess. So, Speedy, you said that you think Falco's six. Mm. Pretty much. And, like, what do we think about, like, if, if Falco is, is he, like, falling off, per se? Is that what you're? Uh, yeah, I guess, like, uh, I guess you could say that or, like, uh, where do you think his place in the meta is now? Because just a just a quick counter to PB, I, I I definitely agree with you there that like I feel like Mango, uh, you were talking about like oh Sheik obviously like just because he hasn't won a major doesn't mean like he hasn't done it. But I think a lot of that it can be caught up to the fact that a lot of them like best Sheiks uh like solo chic mains i guess aren't as high like you think of chic you think of like plup and Mewtwo King, right both of those guys have counter picks uh i think it's arguable whether uh like plup would have been able to win a major without the fox uh he's been h fox with it before but i feel like when you're looking at tier lists right you have to think of their potential like I feel like it's pretty obvious that Sheik obviously has the potential to win like a major super major. And mm -hmm. I think, right. Like, do you think Falco's potential matches up to, I guess the other characters in that top tier performance? Um, I guess for me, I think Falco's potential is probably better than his actual performance uh, as a character. I, for me personally, I think Falco's very like, like the better you get, the more counterintuitive the character gets. So, in a, in a lot of in a lot of aspects, I think he's like, in in ways he can be worse, but in ways like he can be better. Because sometimes like 
I'll I'll watch Falco and I'm kind of with you, Speedy. I'll be like, man, like Falco's just like gotta be like six or seven. But then there's times I watch Falco and I'm like, dude, this character looks like it could be best or second best, like easy, you know. And yeah, I I think the the hard thing is to consistently be able to pull pull that part of Falco out uh, and have it on display regularly. Uh, a lot of the times, it's just you know, we'll see Falco lose and won't be like, man, the character's bad, right? I think that's the one character that gets that the most. Um, but uh, I think the the upside is that he 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 could hit you from anywhere on the, on the screen, no no matter the situation, whether you're in the air, on the ground, he could mm-hmm. probably hit you most likely. Uh, he his full hop can go to top platform like. He he does have good combo routes and extensions, uh, but then, you know, that's where I like kind of seesaw because like I'm with you in the aspect like okay, well, you know, he can just get blown up. Uh, sometimes I think he's easier to combo than Fox uh, in a lot of ways because the recovery and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think Falco somewhere. I don't I don't know if he's necessarily worse than Falcon. Uh, I think at peak Falco's like really, really good. But I think in like on a on a human scale, I do think like like where I'm with you is the, the aspect of because uh, a lot of people will be like, well, if you just play good or if you do it like this, then you know, we, uh, for example, using PP here. Well, if you just do like what PP does, <laughs> then it's all good, right? But it's like, yo, he's like the exception. You know, like like the rule is every Falco that you see in unranked just getting Mm -hmm. chalked by every move (laughs) ever. You know, so it's just like if if anything, and it's it's kind of I guess it's like what's the word? What's the phrase? Like the 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 chicken or the egg kind of thing? Like Mm -hmm. like where where do you really get Falco's like uh, feedback from? Do you get it from watching Mango or? PP or Ginger or West or somebody like that, right? Or mm-hmm. every Falco you see, because on average, this is actually what's happening. Like these are hundred Falcos <laughs> that died for this one Falco to show you how good they're doing. I'll and, definitely and, you know. say I, I agree with you on that, Brandon. Uh, if your if your metric is is the uh, the unranked Falco experience is <laughs> is the is the round one and two pools Falco experience. That character, that character probably is like seventh or something. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, sure. If that if that's your bar, yeah, I'm with right. you. Then, that's what then, that's like trouble. I said, you you have people like you, Mango, stuff like that, mm-hmm. right? So you know, and some people value. Most people, I would say, value that more because it's just like, well, that's like the the this is the peak that we got right now. Mm-hmm. So right, if we go off that. I don't know. I I still think Falco's like pretty good. If if we're if we're going off that metric, but I do think that there is sometimes where it's just like, man, I can see why people think Falco's like struggling. Oh, yeah. It's, it's right. hard. It's hard. You watch Falco's play. I mean, with the exception of Mango, for real, and and like Ginger, every Falco I see playing Marth, it's just it's just like a struggle, man. Like, yeah. So it's just like, yeah, yeah I I can see why people think that. But at the same time, I do think. You know, for the the times that Falco gets it right, it's like man, he 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 could look unbeatable sometimes. Sometimes people think that it's worse. Like Falco's better in Fox than Fox in a lot of those situations. So, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's hard to tell. I wish I could really give you a clear answer, but for me, it's like I'm somewhere in the middle with it. So I, I think there there are aspects like I'd be lying if I if I thought that if I thought that like Falco Falcon is that bad because I actually don't mm-hmm. think it's that bad for Falcon. However, however, you see stuff like Falco Marth, and I'm 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 the same way. I feel like it's not that bad for Falco either. I think mm-hmm. uh I think Falco's mm-hmm. a real like. He's the character that really puts like uh, people's habits and situations on display. And if you mess up in that yeah. regard, yeah. you're just gonna you're just gonna get killed for it. So he can exploit yeah. bad habits really hard for sure. Yeah, more, like more so than like a lot of the characters with grabs, right? Because like you said, like a lot of the characters have a grab game, right? But imagine. I, I dare you, you tech away. I read that tech and just dare you again. Like right. like most oh. characters can't follow up like tech chase with aerials like i mean sometimes falcon like falcon mm-hmm. could do that but i don't know falco is just different because he could literally combo you zero death mm-hmm. like yeah on the whole cast damn near right. you know that's crazy. i think Fal- falco is an interesting case for sure i think the way i think about I, i'm i'm pretty much with brand on this one and i mean i think i think we're all pretty much in agreement i just think the character he's bad at a lot of the things a lot the other top tiers are good at but he also has some unique strengths Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it feels like it's like, yeah, his dash sucks, his grab game is kind of it's kind of kind of just not as floats already as the rest of the, the top tiers. But but he, what he's good at, he's so good at. Mm-hmm. And um I think you can't play him the net play Falco way. Like the way people play him where they just kind of like spam up tilt and you know, whatever moves <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> once yeah. right, once you learn how to play around that, I mean it's just so you're never gonna get anywhere. And I think the character has to be aggressive. Mango shows, you know, when you could if you could stay on top of somebody, you know, you just get to be it feels like you can be an advantageous, like the advantage state forever. Like there are stocks you'll watch Mango play where they he is just on top of somebody and they cannot get out. Period. And if you can, I, I think you have to play to that extent. You can't sit back with the character. You can't really uh I think you have to get a little bit of a read on your opponent. But if you're able to do that, he can really play to your strengths. So yeah, I think he's weird to talk about on the tier list. I think it's a weird because yeah. it's like it is hard to put a number to it in some ways because his strengths are so different from the rest of the top tiers. Yeah. Before yeah. I throw it back I mean, to you uh, real quick, uh, Speedy, I, I'm I'm, th- I'm reminded a little bit um, talking about all this stuff. I mean, I'm reminded mm-hmm. of Falco with a laser out and Falco without a laser out, almost being two different characters. Falco with a laser out, very oppressive, very strong, able to, able to act before a lot of other characters. Uh, Falco without one, he's a slow boy. His goose uh-huh. gets cooked a lot of the time. What's he going to do? Full hop? Okay, everyone knows he's going to do that. What's the, what else are you going to do? YOLO dare? Nope. I mean, it's uh it's it, it's a, it's a difficult situation and I think so many people they feel that momentum shift so many times and they're not able to really figure out how to hold that get that back and I think that can be a real difficult thing. And you could say, "Oh, well, maybe it's maybe it's not something that you can hold. Maybe it's not something that that can always be there." And I guess maybe that's true in a way and I kind of and that's kind of why Falco is really interesting is cuz you know, I think something that Mango does really well, actually, is he takes those moments where he should be really disadvantaged uh, in a Falco sense, and he finds and he finds a way to turn it back into an advantage for him or make the other person uncertain. And I think that's really yeah. hard to do. So, um, 
And I and like you can say, oh, that's just Mango, but like Mango is still playing Falco. Like if it, it wasn't possible for Falco, yeah, he wouldn't yeah, be able to right. do it. So it's like the same uh, thing. Yeah. So that is that is uh, something a little bit extra to add and to uh, flesh out kind of what Brandon was saying. I, I still kind of laughing in my head a little bit about watching the Falcos get chopped. That's a great way to describe it. <laughs> the birds getting all cooked up, man. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, does that I guess like uh, with the I don't know how much time we got left for this one, but um, that mostly answer or at least a somewhat satisfying response, even if perhaps not a convincing one. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I did have one other point to make, but if we're, we're over on time, then I can, uh, uh, then I, I, I don't want to take too much of the uh, melee. I'm sure there's a lot of awesome other questions that are coming in. So, yeah, I mean, if I, I can respond if you want me, if you guys think I have time, but... Tof, I don't yeah, know I what mean, you're... What you're you could at. drop your last... Yeah, you could drop your last take or whatever and, and, and yeah. any, any shout-outs you might have as, as well. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, um, so I think the point you were making about, uh, I remember I was actually watching uh, Scar and Tove show, shout out, uh, earlier today, and you're talking with Zach about like old players versus new players and like how older players usually like are uh, like more playing melee than they are playing the character, that kind of thing, right? Or it's more like kind of like you play the person versus playing the character, like that kind of thing. I think like when you look at like someone like mango or really any like of those old players like yourself pp in terms of rating the character it's tough because you could almost make the argument that you it's very kind of likely that any of those players like could do extremely well with mm. another character oh bro about to, i'm about to i'm about to change I'm Just changing chic bro <laughs> no longer ninth let's go baby let's go yeah. baby uh <laughs> The thing, but if we're talking about more like players, when you think of the character, like like solo mains, I guess you think of solo main. Like obviously, there's a bunch of solo main foxes, and there has been a while. Sheikzer has been like you know Swedish and yeah. kind of peaches. There's been like you know Bladewise, Kazu, Polish, like all in there. But Falco's like you have West Balls, Ginger. Santi was like top 50 for a little bit and Albert I mean, Magi, you know, now, but now. I guess in past, I guess well, I think, I think on that note, honestly, a lot of it is not only, uh, would this care? Like, is this character able to be played at that level as a solo main? I think with Falco, there's this extra factor of like, if you can play Falco, you can already kind of play Fox because they're so similar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, <laughs> like if there was a Puff clone, yeah, right? Yeah. I think <laughs> Puff players would play, like that was really good at the Fox matchup. Yeah. I think the Puff players would co-main that character. If there yeah. was a Marth clone, well, there's Roy. If Roy was yeah. better and yeah. Roy was really good at the Sheik matchup, I think mm -hmm. the Marth players would play that character. Mm -hmm. So I think with Falco, there's just the factor of like, well, if you could play Falco, you could already kind of play Fox. They're so similar, you know, they're clones, right? Yeah. So I think that's kind of the reason why for a long time, a lot of Falco players would pick when they play Fox for floaties. Cause they're like, well, I could already pretty yeah. much do it. Yeah, you know, like not very, I think that's, I think that's a lot of it too. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not just, is this character bad enough that he needs bad enough matchups that he needs another co-main. I mm -hmm. think it's part of it is just, you can. And if you can, then why yeah. not? So I think yeah. there's, 
multiple things going on here. Mm-hmm. But anyway, thank you for the question. That's a really great question. I know we, we did mm-hmm. kind of spend a bit of time on it, but it's an interesting <laughs> question for sure. I like talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Any, Any shout outs? Out? Uh, thank you guys for having me on. Uh, yeah, I just want to make a quick shout out. I only have one just to uh, intercollegiate Slippy. Uh, I've been mm. like working with them mm-hmm. for a little bit. I know Tofu you talked about it for a little bit, but it's like essentially if you know what, um, excuse me, I'm missing the melee games. Yeah, the melee game. So it is collegiate yeah. crew battles. And they've been going on for like so, so they've been going on for super long. But they, yeah. we now are going into the finals right now. Um, mm-hmm. So the, the like the finals are happening are June 25th. We have like draft queues and seating. And wow. we did, oh, we do cool. like daily like matches, like almost like every day. Like, really? So, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, because we wow. have like, if you look at the schedule, it's uh, we have like six, seven matches like every Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> like, like we, we've been kind of, going off of whether they're streamed or not but still it's been super awesome we have a ton of different things i can uh try and get a uh i need to talk to y'all yeah i'm very interested in that i've been i've been meaning to do a proper video on it for a while because i really want to that i think that's that's how i got into the game i got in mm -hmm. as a as a me and vish at the university of washington and we were like let's go do crew battles you know blah 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 so (laughs) Um, I have a soft spot in my heart for that sort of thing. I really want to plug that. That's that's and for all you college kids out there, you should look into that. So I was thinking, like, when does uh when does the final for the that take place? That take place uh, June twenty fifth, twenty uh, fifth through the twenty seventh, I believe. Oh dang. Okay, because I was like, man, it'd be cool to put that on the big one, bro. Yeah, mm. I, but I, I don't know, like. You know how yes, it yeah. works, yeah. But I'm down I, to like talking whatnot. I, I'm not the guy to talk to. The person to talk to is another shout out is a uh, lucky Luxtrunk Nine. He he does like everything. Like I am here and I did a little bit of scheduling and some commentating. He's like the mastermind of all this. So I could send you some his contact info. But yeah, uh, yeah, do that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah. and yeah. One other thing, we have a lot of great colleges and a lot of great players. We've had Kazu play. Uh, we've had Morse Code, <laughs> Violence. Yeah, uh, a lot of amazing players. Uh, uh, there's so many great players and matches, and it's been super, super fun. So, yeah, uh, just check that out. Um, but, I mean, that's it. Thank you guys for having me on. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, it's Good really great to talk to you guys. Thank you. Great to talk, talk to you, you, man. Nice to meet right, you, man. Yeah, send Thank me you. that info. I will. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Thank you, guys. For sure. All right. Yeah, definitely yeah. want to look into that. I want to um if, if there's any way Golden Guardians too can help plug that somehow, that'd be dope. Ooh, I think that's like a Guardians. wonderful way. I've been thinking about ways to get people into melee. Like we should definitely be yeah. supporting that because that's 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 a really cool that's initiative. Yeah. You think Zeke can take time out of uh posting memes on the Twitter to plug <laughs> that? I don't know. He's a busy guy. He's a busy guy. I mean, they are some great memes. They are but, some pretty um, good ones. Well, I'm gonna I'll probably I'm probably gonna do a video on that. Maybe yeah. this week or this next week now that SCL's over. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully, you know, if, if you guys are on my YouTube channel, you guys can see. I'll, I'll try to put out as much information as possible. Because it would be cool to integrate with, uh, yeah, one of the big boys. You know, it could be rollback from the big one. Maybe even get that on BTS Smash. Um, yeah. But anyways, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. All right. I think we're about ready to have our, our, our next caller on. Um, okay. What is up? TBR hello, hello. TBR. Can't yeah. hear you. There, hello. We can hello. hear you now. How's it going? 
How's it going? It's going good. Yeah. So I'm TBR. I'm from Boise, Idaho. And uh, my question was, what effect did Nintendo's lack of support influence where we are now? And how, if at all, would you like to change it? What affected? So wait, is your question basically, why do you feel Nintendo hasn't invested more into the Melee scene? No, like how, because they did not support Melee, how it put us where we are now. Oh, interesting. Um, huh. Interesting. So, yeah, I mean, obviously some, obviously there's some, you know, there's, there's, there's negatives, right? Like, I think that, you know, with, you know, you look at a lot of the, the, the colossal esports, you know, and, and there's a lot of, you know, developer integration, you know, you look at League of Legends, right? There's the LCS, you know, Overwatch League, stuff like that, right? And there's nothing like that right now with Melee because, you know, there's no governing body right? It's just us. Now, on the other hand, I mean, the way I try to think about it is because it's just us and because Nintendo has stayed very hands-off, you know, we're, we're, we've, we've somehow, some way we've gotten to the point with our community where we're kind of self-sustaining, right? We're doing stuff like, you know, uh, you know, you look at like what, what, you know, Gimmer and, 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 and his gang are doing what Gimmer and Matthew and them are doing with, with VG bootcamp, how they're trying to do the smash world tour, what Gold Gardens is doing to kind of elevate with the, the Smash Grassroots Fund. Probably a lot of these initiatives, if there was stronger control coming from Nintendo, probably a lot of these initiatives would look different. Really, really hard to predict because here's the thing about esports, right? There are, there are game companies that have really tried to get involved with their game and they've kind of botched it. And I don't know, I think there's an argument that Nintendo being hands-off is better than that. Like imagine, you know, they did come in and they were like, all right, we're taking, we got Nintendo Smash Esports now. We're going to run a bunch of tournaments. By the way, they're all free-for-all items on. You know what I mean? Like, that's an extreme example. But that would be lame, right? That 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 I think we have gotten the opportunity to kind of define what we care about as a competitive scene, partially because we have the keys to the kingdom as the community. And so, I mean, I think it's always going to be a bit of a trade-off. And, uh you know, obviously we're, I mean, Melee's working with some unique challenges, man. We're like a 20 year old video game with a huge competitive scene. That's just kind of unheard of. You know, we, we've had to build our own net code. Um, shouts to Fizzy, of course. But um, on the flip side, I think a lot of the community support may never have happened. Nintendo was, we probably wouldn't have a Fizzy. We might be playing on, you know, Nintendo Wi Fi forever. So it goes both ways. Yeah, I think. Uh... I think it causes us to be self-reliant because when you know no one's going to help you, you you kind of make things happen or just forever just perish, right? So as a scene, <laughs> we just know like, okay, uh, we're not going to get support. So mm-hmm. we got to just either create this or figure out a way to make this happen. And because I think we've built as a community uh, – People see that, like Golden Guardians, right? Or mm-hmm. um, you know, any anybody else out there that that's helped, uh, they see these things and from there we we just kind of build in our own like community and like organized amongst just like not having resources. And everybody puts their 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 little bit together and then we we build something from that. And I think Mm-hmm. If Nintendo was in the picture, um, 
even if it was like like I, I agree with Tof, it could it could they could have botched it. Who knows? But even if they didn't, uh, if, if they got it right, mm-hmm. uh, who's to say that we would be as self efficient as we are because of no support? And I think yeah. uh, I think it, for our community, it, it it sets a precedent for other old games as well. Like uh, I see, like uh, Marvel. Marvel Revival 2, Third Strike, yeah. and stuff like that, and it's kind of like the same sentiment uh, in the in the aspect of, you know, even if you do have de- developer support, the, just this game is just a really old game, so it's hard to it's hard for big companies to want to justify investing into it. But even whether they do or not, we make the things that we want to see, and I think from there it, you you curate attention off that alone and. Uh, I think that's what we've done, and I think if Nintendo was around, I, I can't say that we would have the 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 big the be, the ability to be as self sufficient as we are and creative mm-hmm. as we are if if we had their support because we would just be like, "Yo, Nintendo, what's next?" As opposed right. to being like, "All right, let's just make this happen." I would say the only thing that I would really want to change, you know, just to address the final part of your question, is like it would be cool if. We just had, um, if we knew we had the ability, you know, there was the whole thing with like the big house CND over, you know, running, running an online tournament basically. Right. And I think that if there's the only thing I would really want to change ideally, if, if, if we could have this would be kind of an official word from above that like, you know, you guys keep doing what you're doing because like, you know, we're always kind of thinking there's some cool stuff that we can't do because we know that if we, you know, things like, for example, there's always going to be that conversation of like, let's say we wanted to mod the game and we wanted to have custom stages in the tournament rule set. That's something that would cause about. its own. That would cause its own schism in the community, potentially. Right. Yeah. Well, sure, but let's say we did. Let's uh, that side of it aside. Let's say the community came together and decided. Yeah. We want to run custom stages. We want to run some custom stages in tournaments or something like that. Okay, we probably will always have to wonder. What is too far with regard to Big N, right? And it would be cool if we kind of had a little bit more of a, you know, you look at what, like, I don't know, look at like Yoshinori Ono with, okay, I know he's not with Capcom anymore, but how there was kind of that liaison where it felt like there was somebody at the at the developer, publisher, that interfaced with the community. It would be cool if we felt like, if, if it felt like there was somebody we could talk to about if we wanted to do certain things where it felt like, man, you know, this would be cool, but who knows if Nintendo shuts it all down. It would be cool if there was some way for us to just have a con a point of contact where we could run like things. Bridge. By them. Yeah. Kind of like, like a, a Harada yeah. with Tekken. Harada yeah. with Tekken. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. And I, I think that would just be nice because it would just give tournament organizers a breath of like relief where it's like, okay, cool. Like at least we know what to do, what we can get, what we, what we can do and what not to do. Uh, but right now, it feels like we're shooting in the dark when it comes to like, okay, if we do this thing, do we have to worry about Nintendo? You know, right. and or right just now, getting getting shunned for something that you didn't even know was bad, right? Exactly. In your eyes, exactly. you might be like, "Oh, this is fine," and then they'd be like, nah. "Right." So yeah, and that's I, how I, feel. I agree. What about yeah, you, I mean, PP? I mean, feel? I think yeah, good points uh, all around by the gamers. I'll try and add a little bit here. I mean, just to kind of go over you know kind of the negatives again really quickly 
Um, we have far less money uh, than yeah. you know other esports that'll have like similar viewership or even less viewership than us. Uh, we don't mm-hmm. have a circuit or anything like that. Um, and uh, you know our our home streams, outside of some exceptions, are a lot smaller because we don't have like like companies trying to help us brand and like attach themselves to us and stuff like that. So that's made it hard. I mean, it's part of the, you know, struggle that Brandon had, we were talking about earlier, real shame. Um, uh, but I mean, kind of also like Brandon was saying, um, our own people had to start running things. We, we got to keep our own culture. We got to have our own figureheads running stuff, right? Like it's not, it's not, you know, Nintendo employees like that are like working with TOEF on commentary for top eight or whatever to make sure we play nicer, you know, like what? Like it, it, that could happen. Um, yeah. I mean, I as someone that's done an E3 and worked with Nintendo on stuff, I mean, you know, there there is a focus on like when you're playing a tournament, make sure that you're trying to look like you're having a good time. I'm like, no, I want to beat the brakes off these goobers. <laughs> like, right. Like, you don't want to be thinking about like, oh, like I could, you know, like I'm already kind of animated, so I don't really care. But like. You know, for people that are more serious, like that's that that's a real challenge. And, um, you know, I mean, there there is that kind of clash like Nintendo wants a certain thing. They want a certain brand and then we want a certain thing. Um, yeah. And so I think I think there is just kind of like an inevitable kind of like issue there. I, I mean, maybe that could be worked out. I don't know, but I don't think there's any interest really on either side at this point. I think uh, if they change, I think we'd be more willing to talk. But I certainly would be skeptical regardless. But um, I mean, there are lots of other things, right? Like. Uh, because they're not supporting, we have controller issues and we found our own solution. So, right, like there's two sides to it. Like, would their solution have been as good as ours? I don't know. I don't really think so, but you never know, right? But they wouldn't might have continued making them. That would have been nice. Um, right. They could, um, then, um, you know, then there's like, uh, there's the online, the TOEF mentioned. We got to do our own, which certainly would be better than whatever they did. So, shout outs to that. Uh, and then, um, you know, there are certainly, and there are other things like, uh you know discs and 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 consoles and everything like there's all kinds of things that it would logistically and and everything else it would just be nicer and easier if we could have just done it that way right but i mean do i want it to change uh it's like i I, what golden guardians brandon getting signed or waffle young waff getting signed by beast coast everyone kind of showing here and we talked about this early on is kind of that you know i think we can find our own way what the five days of melee if i'm remembering i think it was five right tove was it five five. okay just making sure i don't want to mess that up but the five days of melee kind of shows us is when we want to make a concerted content effort when we want to bring everyone together and do this stuff we can we haven't done anything like that since or not even so much beforehand but we've shown that we can do it we can make a concerted response we can do good things and we can you know, showcase that we have a lot of good to give. And I think that's just on us. And so it's a, it's kind of a double-edged sword, right? If it's on us, then we have to be doing things and thinking about it constantly, but also because it's on us and we're trying to also make ends meet, um, then it can be harder to think about like the larger picture. And so, you know, what I wanted to change, no, because I think it gives us really valuable things. I think so many great people in Melee go to other esports because they build so many great skills in Melee. I mean, that's a, that's a common kind of problem we can have, but Mm-hmm. That being said, the melee people are awesome. We get a lot of great people in the community because the game and overall culture can be really good. So, would I want to change it? No, because I think they would change our culture in a way that I've seen worked on. I think when we even started getting more esports and wanted to work with them more, our culture already changed a little bit in in some unhealthy ways, some positive ways. Don't get me wrong, of course, but some unhealthy ways as well. So, I wouldn't want it to change. Um, and you know, certainly. 
I I think if anything, this is just another reminder that we can we can bring so much more out. I think the Nintendo conversation. I'd, I'd love that to be the way we always think of it. Okay, sure, they're not doing something, but that just means that we have so much we can do. Does that make uh that makes sense to uh, our caller or anyone else uh, on the pod with us? Not yeah, I did. Thank okay. you all. Thank you. You got any shout outs you'd like to do or uh plugs? Um well first can I I'm writing a paper on this and I would like permission to quote mm. you all. Yeah, that, do it. Oh uh, yeah, you got all it, right. bro. <laughs> uh secondly, shout outs to You get an A on that paper. <laughs> yeah, let us know how it turns out, man. Uh, yeah. Uh secondly, shout outs to all the amazing content being produced. That's uh, keeping me playing while I can only play against computers. Dope. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Oh, you gotta get you don't got that uh slippy on you? <laughs> uh I'm working on it. I'm borrowing uh, my friend's Wii to uh legally rip it. Got it. Okay. Got it. Well, that's very thoughtful of you. Very thoughtful. That works out. Yeah. Good yeah. answer. Good answer. Good answer. Slippy.gg. Slippy.gg yeah. to get set up. All right. Well, thank you, uh, TBR. Yeah, it's an interesting question. I think about, I mean, I think about a lot. I think about, you know, obviously the future melee, how to get people in, how to keep people invested and stuff like that a lot. So it's, I mean, it really reminds me of the, uh, the pog champs question. I think we had last week or sure. Yeah. How to grow the game and stuff like that. You know, I mean, just having events like that, getting eyeballs. I think because once we get people in, I think they like staying. So just, uh, getting the eyeballs. And then, and then making them not think that Falco is like 20th in the game. I think those are our two challenges. <laughs> Certainly seems like it. Yeah. I think we're about ready to have our next caller on board. Uh, what is up? Hello, hello. Hello. Hey there. What's your name? Where are you calling in from? How's it going? My name is Gangly, or Nick. I'm calling from New oh, Jersey. Oh, what's up, Nick? How you doing, man? Good, good. All right. So um, I've, got, I've got a hot one. Uh, my take is that I feel like Melee is on a trajectory to be a more viable full-time career than some traditional sports, traditional single-player sports like tennis or, or bowling or maybe tennis, even golf. Well, yeah, yeah that's, that's scorching. Bowling? Maybe. I don't know much about bowling. Maybe. So I, I've got like a, a couple points Just you want me to expand a little bit. You're saying you're saying this is about melee specifically, right? This Not is like about melee specifically. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, any of you guys know anything about tennis? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I watched them. Right. Man, Roger. So, so I, I don't really know too much about tennis, but, but I, saw, I saw this stat. Nadal that was winning on the clay court. Sorry, go on. So, so tennis has 60 million players worldwide. Obviously, that doesn't mean 60 million competitive players, but 60 million players nonetheless. Uh, and of those. Only the front, the range I could find online was about 300. Uh, one one stat did say 1500. That seemed to be the outlier. Uh, but I'll say a range of 300 to 1500 players actually make a living from tennis, which is crazy when you really? actually think of the the you know the peaks. I have of- heard that. I have heard that. Yeah, I, I would have thought uh, it would have been higher. Okay. And so I'm I I don't know how to do the math to, to do the percentage of that, but I, but I know that's a very small percentage. A very, yes. very small percentage. Well, that doesn't include uh, things like coaches and such, sure. like, I'd imagine. Uh, and so... Players, yeah, players. Yeah. I, I do think that there are a couple things that Melee has going for it. One, um, Tier 1 organizations in the last couple of years have shown much more interest, right? Obviously, Golden Guardians being one of the most recent ones. That's really up to the YouTube. Up to the YouTube. 
And and I you know I believe that this is normalizing uh, investment into the scene from tier one esports, which is arguably more valuable than Nintendo, which is kind of bouncing off of what you guys were talking about, um, mm. where we can sure. still kind of be ourselves, but we actually have the resources outpouring into our community. Uh, secondly, melee has different ways for players to support themselves that doesn't that that traditional sports can't. I mean, the most obvious is like streaming and YouTube, right? Where Players can make a living while still playing, while still competing uh, through these different outlets besides prize money, which most single player sports have shown that prize money is not really the way that a, a, a sport uh, provides for its players. It's right. usually through endorsements or uh, other supplemental income. And so Melee actually has the infrastructure there. And then um, just uh, one small little point is that, you know, I've heard a lot of people talking about moving to monitors with Slippy being normalized with, you know, the ways that we've figured out how to make it feel lagless Um, and moving on to like more modern technology also opens up the door for like new sponsorships to bring into events. I always think back of like my first time watching a a tournament was back in the MLG days where like you had the Astro listen in. It's like you had these really brand name uh, investments into tournaments that helped supply the, the, these events and these players with a certain kind of income. And so maybe moving towards more modern technology, like having monitors at events, could be a new way to to bring money into the scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that uh, the end of the... Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. That's, that's all I got. I mean, okay. I, that, that is interesting. First of all, the, the tennis stat is surprising to me. Um... I agree that in, I would say that for most, yes, for most, even traditional sports, I would say most of the money is coming from endorsement sponsorships and for players, it's the same way, right? Like, yeah, prize money. I think the only esport where prize money makes up that much of a significant chunk of like players income is probably Dota because they have the international, yeah, international crazy, like $5 million prize. Pool. It's yeah. Dota, Dota, it's the way Dota payouts work basically is if you're a player, if you like, they have a crazy curve where it's like the top guys make a ton of money because of that. And then everybody else is kind of, you know, making a lot less. And, and I would say that it's interesting that you brought up single player sports like tennis, because it's probably similar, right? Like you look at league of legends, league of legends has, uh, you know, a lot of stable income for a lot of the pro players that can get onto the, you know, obviously like LCS, like LCS level players, they're going to get paychecks. Everybody else is 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 not, but all of the pro players are basically going to have stable income. And for single player games, it is important that there are teams that are actually providing these, you know, sponsorships and, and signing players and stuff like that. Um, Can I ask you one question, Nick, which is, what makes you say that Melee is on a trajectory to be more? Is it the fact that that the this because I would say that Melee sounds similar to what you just described with tennis, but yeah, why do you yes. think Melee is on a trajectory to be more viable? Is it because so, there's a, the statistic of how many people are in Melee? Anyway, go so ahead. Yeah. I think one of the the biggest issues with like these single player sports is that they yeah. they can't rely on a salary, right? because they're not on teams. They have endorsement deals, right? Um, but typically, single-player sports struggle for these lower-ranked players to mm-hmm. find endorsement deals that can really supplement their, their, their lives. And again, that goes back to this whole thing of like 300 of the, of the top players of a 60-million-player sport 
can make a living. But <clears throat> I mean, you, you Golden Guardian signed three players in a single player game. And so mm-hmm. Melee and esports in general allows single player games to actually have a, a salary, to actually have recurring income that doesn't rely on prize pool, that doesn't rely on um, like seasonal endorsements. Uh, and I, I think that the fact that we can actually have a single player game rely or, or live off of like this salary or team structure is something that a lot of these single player sports don't have. Huh. Man, I don't feel completely qualified. I mean, you're bringing up some good points for sure. I will say that. Okay. I will say this. I will say this. I think what the very recent years has taught us is that in esports as a whole, and I think Melee has recently gotten pretty good at this, especially if you look at Golden Guardians and what kind of what, what the, the GG Melee channel is doing and stuff like that. I think we have learned that in esports, the way to stability is content. And via content, even somebody who's not top, top, top level can have a valid path to, first of all, streaming income with subscribers and stuff like that, but also you know, potentially sponsorships. Um, you look at somebody like me, I'm not a top, top player by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm putting out content and that's, that's something that people can do. Um, so I think you're raising some good points. I, I don't, I don't know that I could agree or disagree with the Melee's on a trajectory to be more full-time, more viable than tennis, but Hey, maybe like, uh, you know, I don't know, bowling or even like, you know, wiffle ball or whatever. Yeah, yeah I, I think there's a certain level of optimism yeah. that has to come with like this this sort of belief, and also it's crazy, but yeah, you know, it's got to be a little you know. spicy to get on the show. So, yeah. what do y'all? Think? I guess what I'm cu- curious is like when you mean more viable, like, like do you mean sustainable? Make more money? Like what? What? Yeah. What would that mean? You know. I mean, I guess there's like a couple ways you could look at it. You could look at it where like one um, versus percentage of like player population. It's it's mm-hmm. more likely to to make a living off melee than it is to make a living off tennis. Uh, I guess that's like one way. But the yeah. other way you could look at it is like based on the amount of investment that the scene has gotten in the last couple of years, uh, I'm hopeful that the amount of investment will continue to increase. And that over the next few mm-hmm. years, we'll begin to see, you know, maybe there's a world where 50 of the top 100 players are playing full time, where 100 of the top 100 players are full time. You know, like I, I think that is a realistic world, even if it's a, a ways off. I, I think that we are currently on our way there. Right. Um, I will say that I watched. OK, so there's an episode of so Stan's, uh, a.k.a. Ludwig's friend, a.k.a. Atrox's friend. <laughs> has a show he's esports show he does dance show and he was talking about the path to how to be a vibe how to be viable in the esports landscape without having a championship winning team or player and he called it casual competitive which is basically like you look at like what phase clan does with call of duty you right how they have such a strong brand presence that you've got rappers and athletes who want to be phase clan right like there there's there's they're not a championship winning team per se uh but their their content they put out trick shot montages you know shit like that they've got such a strong brand presence that people want in right 
and they get sponsors and they can sell sponsorships. And I think what a lot of esports teams are realizing is that that's kind of the that's kind of the future of how to be sustainable in the esports landscape. And I think one of the teams that is really uh, that stands shouted out, which I thought was cool, was he shouted out Golden Guardians. And Stan's somebody who's been a long time. Stan's, you know, he's he's Gen G. He was GM for Gen G uh, League of Legends. You know, now he's doing full time content. But he was, I think, he understands the esports landscape very well. And he was saying what Golden Guardians is doing with Melee is that's like paving the path forward. That's a lot of what these other teams are doing uh, or not doing. Really, they could learn from us, not to toot our own horn, but it's like, I think basically casual competitive is as in, yes, you're playing and you're competing and you're trying to win, but also you're putting out content that's easy to engage with, easy to bring people in, easy to sell sponsorships. That's going to be the future. And I think teams are just learning how to do that and I think what what is going because you know I've talked to the I've talked to the big wigs at Golden Gardens about this you know talked to Hunter about this Hunter was saying he thinks the Golden Gardens melee investment he's very happy with it he's saying you know this is like everything's been going great or not you know the number, numbers look good all this stuff and I agree with you I think that there's a very real scenario where a lot of other teams will realize like, Oh shit, you know, like we could be doing this and, and melee fans are very engaged, you know, melee fans love to, uh, you know, we've got a, we've got a little bit of an older fan base, but a very super passionate, dedicated fan base and we're older. So naturally we can spend a little bit more money than, you know, maybe like the Minecraft or the Fortnite community or something like that. You know, I don't <laughs> know. And um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's, I, look, I don't know about more viable than tennis, but I think you're raising a lot of good points. And I agree that I think Melee is on an upward trajectory. I will say that talking to just my friends in esports and stuff like that, uh, I'm, I'm very, I've been very optimistic lately. Yep. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think it's, it's hard to say, man. Cause like tennis, you, you could get a, Bag from tennis, man. <laughs> I can't say the man. tennis Lambo, man. You know, like they play like just to qualify in tournaments, you get like I don't know, like three, four hundred thousand dollars. Obviously, like you got to be like you said earlier, gangly. Just to even get to that point, you got to be like point oh oh one percent. So I, I get your point there, but uh, I mean, if melee would have the I, only time would tell, man. You wouldn't know that for another i think another decade or two yeah at best like that's how long it would i think it would take a long time to 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 have this this question be answered uh melee to me i guess reminds me more like almost like music in a sense right like you you got like uh, a lot of like or at least i'll just go with hip-hop because that's just what i am familiar with so you know, it's like some rappers will be independent. Some rappers are signed to a label. You could think of a label like a sponsorship or something like that. And people like they might not necessarily like have the most selling albums, but you know, between tours and interviews and other content that they do, uh, you know, they like like kind of like Tof was saying, they put themselves out more. And I guess like now, I think as a play like. I'm just piggybacking off what you said, Tova. I guess the play is just to not only just like not just brand, but just to show who the person is. I think people like people understand that you just can't like win everything. And some people don't even care about that. I think a lot of people just wanna see the people for who they are. And I think if we uh you know, 
you just do the content and stuff like that, it can sustain itself. Would that be more viable than the events itself? Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Uh, could that be more viable than other sports? It, it maybe. I, I don't know how like bowling or like pool or something like that does, but I mean those things have been around for a long ass time, so ain't no telling. But uh, tennis. I'm not gonna hold you, bro. I don't think we're getting yeah. tennis numbers no time soon. But I mean, when you look at the sample size, like I, I see what you're saying, but it's also like if if melee keeps getting the investments that we've been getting, more people are gonna play. So that sample size is gonna increase also. So it's like, yeah, we might have what what two hundred, three hundred thousand players. How many how many people you think know of the competitive scene? Probably like a couple hundred thousand, maybe. Probably, yeah, I, I would say so. I think yeah. You look at the, you know, I mean, this past weekend we had 65K watching us yell peak, right. probably over 100K tuning in at some point, right? I, mean, I don't know. Right. So it, imagine if you, if more, you know, investments come and things just get bigger, like you said, the top 100 can all make a living. That means that sample size will increase from 200,000 to a million players. Like it, it'll be common to like, Okay, in the in the melee community, chances are, like, say you go to your school, right, and you you know no one's good there because chances are, if they were, you would have known who they were. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like if the scene got bigger, you, there could be someone who's ridiculous, and you literally won't have any idea who they are prior. Yeah, I, I think that would be way more common in uh in melee. In that yeah. yeah. I'm like way more common. Like there's there's people's like, yo, this person's ridiculous, but you know, I've never heard of them. Whereas like in melee, if you see somebody that's that good, chances are you even if you haven't heard of them, someone you know has heard of them. Uh, but yeah, you'll you'll see probably like a top fifty level player who's never been to a tournament. I think like that would be common in that landscape. It'd be crazy. It'd be a free for all actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. But uh, I mean, yeah, you raised some good points, though, Gangly. Like, it's definitely like a—I I think it's a challenging question to ask. It's very optimistic too, which I think is dope. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, I guess if I—I'll add just a little bit here, uh, because uh, you guys have given like a lot of good information. Uh, in the world where melee does make it, and we are bigger than tennis, we are Goliaths, right? How do we get there? <laughs> um, well. Think about it more if like, you know, I mean, who benefited from pandemic land? Was it tennis? No. Was it melee? Yes. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, like that's the the people that are going to be learning about melee are only going to be going up over time because of um, just like people are going to be more digitally plugged in melee. Like Twitch really likes to plug esports, melee, esport, right. you know, so on and so on. We're getting into content more. That's all going to help us, um, you know, and then I mean. Esports in general are rising. There's, you know, I saw Brandon just, or I saw some stuff about Beast Coast just finished a round of uh, venture capital funding. I mean, yeah, just, people right. are, right, people are getting in. I mean, Golden Guardian is doing what they're doing, sub to the YouTube. Uh, and, you know, all that stuff's kind of coming together. Um, you know, maybe, maybe that does happen, right? And um, it is, it's a world where it happens, right? Because in Melee, like, you know, you could it, 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 there. You you don't get tennis elbow in melee. You can say you get carpet <laughs> or whatever, and we can say, oh, just play on a box, and maybe it's fine or whatever. And then maybe that's it. Maybe then you know, right? 
And and so like we have arguments for us, right? And melee wins and the day is saved and we all ride happily into the sunset. Or or the other scenario is um we uh get Nintendoed really hard. Um every time we start to blow up and do something, they do like showing up, such as Evo twenty thirteen. You guys were there, you know, you know what they did. And uh, they've they've done it again recently, I'm sure. I mean, they they've done stuff with circuits in like 2014. It's not unreasonable to think they wouldn't try to do something again if we started getting anywhere close to this possibility. Or they're just there's just some massive massive opportunity. Um, and you know, like things just only go in certain. They're just going in certain directions, right? Like the closer, like if tennis were to stay under some type of like decline which i don't know if it is i don't know the trajectory tennis is on right now i don't keep up with that but i know melee is going up so if tennis is going down and melee is going up it might take decades but there will be a point where like that overlap happens and then before that we'll see stuff and be like oh yeah how did no one see this coming and it's like well you know there's there was a golden guardians podcast in 2021 that talked about it how did we not know but right like uh so it's hard to say, right? Like it's uh, hard to say. I mean, it, that conversation with Nintendo might change, right? Melee starts getting that big yeah. that we might finally get the numbers where Melee is like Nintendo comes in and says, "You know what? We actually do need to start investing." Yeah, I mean, in they, would that uh, they, yeah, they would have they to They would They got they got to go one way or the other. They got to go we're supporting this and we're getting it and we're, you know, we're going to get make somebody off this too or, or you know what yeah. I mean? They would have right. to That yeah, conversation would be completely right. different if we start reaching those numbers. So, it's impossible. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's also not forget that Melee, I mean, you know, a lot of a lot of people aren't going to grow up with Melee now, right? 2001 was when it came out. Zoomers mm. ain't know. They ain't know about it. Uh, they ain't going to know about it unless we, like, hit them with some more docs. Please don't harass Sam Ox. Hey, but um, but, but on the flip side, Minecraft, <laughs> I remember watching Minecraft videos in 2008, and if you, I've got two, you know, my, my, my girlfriend's nieces, are, you know, that are, that are, they're very, very young. All they, you know, they're super Minecraft obsessed, you know. So there are plenty of examples of re old video games that get resurgences, and little kids start caring about them, and really, uh, so that there's potential. There's potential. I'm not saying that sure. that doesn't happen without work, but if there's one thing that the melee community definitely does, it's uh you know we're we're obsessed with uh keeping our game alive so it could there's a there's a world you know yeah, there's a time sure. cuz minecraft yeah. is an old game <laughs> minecraft has been around for a long time and minecraft is probably the number one game with kids right now so i think it's just the number one game in general but yeah i mean um i i guess i'm just all that to say like if i were betting on esports versus tennis i would bet on esports on melee versus tennis i'm like yeah you know because we also have to we also are probably gonna have to be more reliant on content what if the platforms change right like what if what if something happens with twitch what if youtube changes its monetization policies regarding esports like we, we're relying on that we don't know i don't know it could happen uh just yeah. you know overnight and because that stuff's happened before so i it, it's hard to and then you know like um a lot of the tennis people can retire and do some commentary or coaching or whatever. And if we get big enough, maybe melee people can do that. I don't know how that shakes out. Maybe there's more stuff we can do because it's a, just a different environment. So maybe it works out. Um, but there are unique challenges we have. And, you know, I, I think that's, those are conversations that would be great to have. Cause I mean, th these conversations would be good to have now anyway, right? The player base is aging of the top players. I mean, I know there are some that just want to retire, but like, where do they go? Right. Armada's speed running. 
Um, what does he want to do after that? We don't know. Like, and, and they're just, there's just all these kinds of questions that are out there for us. And, and it'd be great to have this sorted out, but I guess esports isn't there yet. Maybe are we just waiting for league of legends to solve it? And then we go, Oh, that's what you do. Well, we can't do that because we don't have Nintendo. So, you know, like, again, we have to figure this out and the sooner we start having conversations about it, the better. And so I, I you know, whether it does or doesn't, I think it's a great question and it's a great point to bring up. Good discussion. Sure. Thanks for coming on, Gangly. Any shout-outs you'd like to do yeah, as, a yeah, fellow, yeah. as a fellow groomsman at Zoo's Wedding? Uh, so, I mean, first off, uh, shout-outs to, to Golden Guardians. Uh, Absolutely. You guys, honestly, the, the acquisition of, of the three of you guys um, got me back into Melee, and, and it's really, really exciting. And also, it's, it's besides Zane, uh, I've gotten to work with all of you guys with Last Stock Legends, so it's just it's cool to kind of feel like a connection to the... Actually, Golden Gardens is also my favorite org, so it, it feels really cool to have a connection uh, to all of you guys. And also, uh, shout out to my wife, Jess, who put our son to sleep while I was on the show so that I could uh, wait to be called. Respect. Respect. That's beautiful. Yeah. All right. Shout well, thanks out. for having me on, guys. Thank you. Have a good rest of your day. Mm -hmm. All right. Take care. That's awesome. That's, I, I assume that's all the time. I feel like we took a... Fair chunk of time to answer some of these questions. Do we have someone queued up, Wormlax? Q, do we got somebody? Are we bringing anyone else on, or is that uh, is that going to be I, it for the show? Q, I am curious. Email? One last caller. One, oh, we got we do have one last caller. We'll try to be quick with it. We don't want to go, you know, super duper duper long. But what is up uh, to our last caller for the day, and where are you calling in from? Um, I'm calling in from Texas. Um, from Texas. Texas. Shout outs. What's your uh, question for us today? Uh, my question is, what do you think the next Evo is going to be? Like, you know, the next big tournament that comes with the most prestige from winning one? Or do you think, like, maybe there yeah. won't be one? I was talking about this with Bobby. So the question is not just when is Melee at Evo again. The question is, like, what is going to be the next thing where the level of prestige matches how, how it was with Evo? Where it's like, you know, Evo is that one tournament people want to win. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, I can tell you... I don't think it'll be an online thing, um, which makes it harder to answer, right? Because and then there are questions about offline things. Are yeah. we gonna get? Are we gonna get our Genesis back? Are we gonna get our Big House back? Are we gonna get our Shine back? Right? If we don't, then there's a massive gap there that someone can fill. If we do, are we still going to have um, some really big summer event? Because there's space for that still, right? Like if if we're not doing Evo, right? So what what happens there? And um, I do not talk to TOs as often as I probably uh, would be benefited to do. So I do not have the information e even close to being able to answer that. But yeah, I mean, you know, like many people are talking about the post, the post pandemic boom. If we go back to tourneys and then maybe some, maybe things just spring up really quickly. Something big happens. There's a beef that happens, a salty sweet. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like something could just come back really quickly. And I, and I, think you know as we kind of start seeing like the branding for these things shape up we have maybe some business-minded tos that get into it what do they want to promote how do they want to do it i think i think that's you know it'll start becoming clear rather quickly you know what it what it could be like i think there's an opportunity i imagine tos recognize this and to varying degrees and and whoever seizes that i don't know but i just hope um you know they uh they do a good job and i mean i look forward to that sort of thing more than anything else and um yeah I, having a place like that where we can grow and you know, not have not have Nintendo worries. I think would be awesome for us. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I'm not. 
You go tough. I, I was hard for me to answer. I'm not really sure. It's tough. Yeah, it's a tough question. No, I think um, yeah, I think Genesis. You know, in terms of Genesis will definitely be back. It's just going to be. Uh, I do talk to Theos, so Genesis. I don't think is going anywhere. It's just kind of been okay. Question mark the online era. Yeah, Good. but so Genesis right now. Okay, so the number one metric that I'm always thinking about when it comes to sort of thing is kind of like viewership. Evo always said the viewership peak, and I think that yes. was that would that lended credence. To why mm-hmm. it was such a prestigious event to win. Genesis is one of the few events we have where it consistently is getting, you know, reaching deep into the 100,000 mark for, for the viewers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's big. I think Genesis is, at the same time, it's in an interesting time in the in the year where there's no real tournaments around Genesis. There's nothing that really leads up to it. And it would be interesting, the hopes that I have are I know there's basically two organizations right now that that feel like they're trying to mm. lead up to a Capcom Pro Tour finals type of situation, which is, you know, VG Bootcamp's kind of doing that with the Smash World Tour. Yeah. And I think that's going to be, you know, it's 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 cool this year for sure, but I think that they're really this year is kind of like a soft launch where next year when things are a lot more offline, I think it's going to be a way bigger deal. Cuz you know, this year it feels like there hasn't been on the melee side of things there hasn't been much talk with the Smash World Tour because it's been the the panel is going to... We'll see what happens with the Smash World Tour when, you know, Tafo and the panel puts together uh, the list of people who's going to represent at the offline uh, at the offline qualifiers and stuff like that. That's going to happen much later. And I think also Beyond the Summit is well-positioned because Beyond the Summit, at 65000 for SEL, I was like, oh, shit, that's like a lot. That's a lot that's of viewers uh, for, a, for a thing that was happening every weekend. Um, I know... Before the pandemic hit, Beyond the Summit had a lot of plans to start doing, you know, more events like main stage with open open brackets, right? Main stage being the first open tournament uh, they ever did. I think it was, it might have been actually the roast of, anyway, <laughs> Beyond the Summit was getting into, you know, offline uh, open bracket type events. And, you know, you could see they're, they're pretty well positioned, I think, to start. They could do something where it's like an open bracket that people can, co- can go to and get qualifying points. And then it kind of like MLG style leads up to, it could culminate in literally Summit, right? And Summit could be, I mean, I think Summit is definitely one of the events where there's a, I'd say the only reason right now that it that it isn't this is because there isn't quite, it doesn't quite feel like there's enough of a structured buildup of, of, of open bracket into Summit, but that path is starting to get well-defined now with stuff like, you know, Rollback Rumble leads into SCL, leads into Summit. So I could see a world where where Summit could kind of become that. And I would say that already there is a lot of prestige. You know, when you win a Summit, you know, I'm thinking about when Axe won Summit 8. And mm. that was one of the most emotional moments I've seen in Melee ever, right? Um, I mean, Summit obviously is a big fucking deal. I, 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 and, 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 and yeah, part of the reason I would also say Beyond the Summit, they're well positioned is because uh, BTS Smash, you know, is is a channel that 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 a lot of events are now working with to get their events on. Uh, I was talking to some of the guys from Summit. They were saying, you know, these days a lot of TOs will go up to them and say, "Hey, can I have my tournament on BTS Smash?" Mm. Asked it was beyond the Summit would go to the TOs and say, "Hey, we're interested in you know." So, so with BTS Smash kind of taking over, and which is which is great, I think, because now you can just kind of follow BTS Smash on Twitch, and you know, oh, there's a tournament happening right now. All right, cool. Let me go watch. Um, so yeah, I think there there are a couple organizations that are that are well suited to kind of take up that mantle. I think one of the other strengths Evo had that was cool was that people would tune into Evo for other turn for other games, 
you know, and so there was kind of that natural crossover with the FGC, but, um, uh, and it would be, it would be interesting to see if there's a way that we can continue to do that. I think it'd be, I, I mean, I'm, I'm interested in revisiting, you know, with, with the whole CRT versus monitors thing. I haven't given up on Evo. I think it'd be cool if in the future we get back to Evo because, you know, I just want to go up to the Canon, Canon, the Canon bros and be like, Hey, uh, we're running on monitors now. So you, you, you don't have to hire people to lug around these 50 pound CRTs anymore. What do you say? I, I'm interested in restarting that conversation. I think there's a world where, you know, Evo, Evo, I don't think Melee has to be gone from Evo forever. Um, so, yeah, I think there's a lot of possibilities. And I'm just trying to think about it from a holistic, trying to tackle it from all angles kind of thing, you know? Yeah, I was going to piggyback off what you said. I, I honestly think you can't just rely on Smash for that to happen. I think the FGC needs to be involved too. Because Evo primarily is like an FGC tournament, like right. real. So, you know, I think the reason why a lot of people watch is because you have finals for every game. So if, you know, if you like Mortal Kombat, you're probably going to watch Smash because, you know, you were already watching Mortal Kombat or if you were watching Street Fighter, you might as well watch Dragon Ball. If you were watching Dragon Ball, you'll watch, um, I don't know, Tekken and, and, and so forth. I just think having everything on display for everybody to view was, to me, a big reason why. Uh, Evo's viewership was so crazy because uh, it just had so many different games back to back to back that you can mm. just watch. You just have a, a, all day watching the best players for their respective games play in one building. So uh, for me personally, I think you, I, I think to, it, it, something outside of Smash would have to take place. I mean, you obviously you could have a major like like Genesis and stuff like that. Big house, obviously like those, those places are really good. Those are like the hubs for just particularly smash. Uh, mm-hmm. I think if we're talking something replacing Evo, uh, I think you need, you need both. Like you, you, I, I don't think the FGC could do it without smash and I don't think we could do it without them. So yeah, at least to me, if, if you want to replace Evo, something like a combo breaker would have to happen. And right. Yeah. I also think too when the, these places, like especially for on the FGC side, when they say smash, they I think they got to put melee in there. Like uh, yeah. they, I think like what hurt their their stock was uh, just getting rid of melee because it was old. No, I don't think I don't think that's the play. Personally, uh, but I mean, hey, everyone's different. So <laughs> I know. Uh, what do, you, what do you think, Kevin? Do you, uh, yeah, you got anything to add to that? Yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, I mean, collaboration, right? It works really well in uh, content. I mean, there's a reason, right? Like, you're getting communities that are going to cross over there. I don't have too much else to really add about it. I mean, I kind of said most of what I needed to say uh, with it up front. Um, I think you guys yeah. both added some really good points. Now, I think, you know, Melee could probably grow really big. Like, we, like Genesis would have other games other even fighting games other smash games at it i think like there's a way there's a way we get we get big with uh focusing on our thing um and then we bring something else in i think there are other ways to make that collaboration happen or or i mean you know like i i imagine for the tier one esports league and all that they they just have their own event um with just their own game and it's fine um and so but maybe for us we're different and maybe we do need it maybe we just need to find our way to market it or, or or build it up long enough for it to be its own thing i don't know i don't know the answer to that but um 
if you just want Evo size, I mean, yeah, collaboration probably gets us point A to B faster if that's what you're looking for. If you otherwise, yeah, build it up over time and then we see what happens. So I think I think regardless, we're it's good to kind of be open and try and attack it from multiple angles. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully that answers uh, your question fives. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's definitely one of those questions. It's like it's hard to provide a definitive answer, but yeah. Right. Yeah, that answered my question pretty well. Thank you. Thank you. Do you got any shout outs for us on your way uh, out? Shout outs to DN and <laughs> uh and shout outs to my Twitch stream. I think it's uh fives uh six seven four. I don't stream often, but I do sometimes. Hey, follow fives, five, six, seven, four. Hell. Twitch.tv. Mm-hmm. All right. Take care, fives. Man. All right, that that should be our last caller. Now, I mean, Toph, I mean, I think you and I both kind of want to ask Brandon about the same thing, but you brought it up earlier, so I will uh, give you the honor, sir. As in, we're talking about talking about the big one. Yeah, yeah. Anything? I wanna, I wanna, uh, I just want to dig into that. You know, that's first of all. Okay, first of all, I'm bad with dates. What weekend is that? It's like okay, so <laughs> people see the date and they get thrown off by it, right? So okay. it's uh it's like eight days from July third to July eleventh. However, however, the actual like singles is only three days. It's the last three days. Okay. Oh, right? well, only three left. days. Yeah. So what we're not that? playing like a sixty-four. The the why it's so many different days is because there's a bunch of different events happening. So we got okay. like, that's cool. We man. got Smash Sisters happening. We got a uh, gala uh, tournament happening. We got uh, volleyball doubles. We got wolf bracket. Uh, we got the regional cruise. We're bringing that one back. Uh, we got uh, what else? Doubles, regional mm. lock doubles, and then uh, we got uh, a singles bracket for EU, singles bracket for Asia, and. Yeah. Um, America and so basically what we're trying to do is like the last three days would kind of be like on some five days of melee type of stuff where it's like 24 hours so it's um. like you'll you'll see like EU bracket into like you know America stuff or mm-hmm. NA after that goes into Asia overnight goes back into EU and wow EU yeah wow. That's, cool. that's that's the plan that's that cool. It's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of work, but you know, a lot of people are helping us out, and you know, how how did this get created? Is this a goal of yours? Did you want to run something eight days? Was that what you're like? Yeah, I was I was got bored running a one or two day event. Let's see how long I can make it. Well, well, I think a different is you see every like, and this ain't no knock to any TLs. I, y'all are all godlike. You know, I love mm-hmm. y'all, right? I think just what I, I just felt like sometimes. The events can get monotonous mm. in the aspect of like, okay, we watch singles and you know, in the top sixty-four and then top eight, and then you know, we wait for two, three weeks till the next one comes. And I, I just I yeah. wanted uh experience not just to be for you know, just the viewers, but like yeah. the people in the events too. You know, I mean it also differentiates people. you, right? It makes your event stand out more as well. Yeah, that is crazy. I didn't even think about it. I, th- I thought about it more so just on some, you know, hey, 
let's just have an event where people could do more than just play singles. Like, yeah. you know, like uh, I think volleyball like stuff like, you know, fun stuff like that. Volleyball or wolf brackets. Um, I think things to just take away the edge off everything being so serious and monotonous mm. at the same time. Uh, just added to it. But I do think it being summer qualifier makes it more intense in the sense of, you know, people are trying to get that spot. So, yeah. you know, uh, and, and the thing is, like, say you're not interested in any of those things, like you, you don't care about wolf volleyball, you don't have to you don't have to enter or watch it or anything. It's not going to affect the actual you know tournament, but it's there for people who want to do it. And uh, mm -hmm. basically how we have it scheduled is uh, on the third we'd play like like that's all going to be like volleyball wolf uh smash sisters stuff like that and then throughout the week you'll see the regional crew battles and that's like a tournament right so and you'll see that into doubles and then uh and then singles right and then on the last day we'd have like the crew battle finals uh like possibly what we're trying to do is an exhibition in doubles it it, it varies because we're trying to have the winner of East and West play, but you know, with connections, it's just kind of hard to say. Uh, and then, you know, we do those two things into topic. Right. And uh, I think the biggest thing, what I really wanted to do was not to just make sure, you know, people have a good time playing and a viewer experience, but to actually make sure we could do the tournament quick. Um, I'm trying to do my best to make sure that, you know, the players don't have to wait for hours to play Right. Match and stuff like that. So it's like we want to make a, a viewer experience while at the same time, you know, giving the player experience, you know, uh, not having them play like 12 hours in one day. You know, that's mm. why it starts, uh, pools start Friday night. Yeah. In the top 64. So, you know, a lot of people can, you know, yeah, it's a Friday, but at least you get a lot of that stuff out the way. So come Saturday, it's just top 64. And we allocated a lot of time just in case we run behind or we have breaks. But mm. the plan is to try to get everything done as quick as we can and say we have a match queued for stream. That match that would be queued wouldn't delay the tournament. So mm. right. we our, our goal is to keep the tournament moving and be on pace to end it on time while at the same time, like, giving everybody just content to watch. And I think the the whole 24 hours thing, the last three days is going to be dope because, you know, you could just watch, you know, say you're up late on some degenerate stuff and you want to see like, yeah. Asia. Like I remember last rollback rumble we did Asia, someone got top eight from Cambodia. I didn't oh. even know that they played uh, melee in Cambodia. I was and like, that was, that was uh, wild. You know, he was a pretty good Fox player too. Uh, and I just think that, you know, Putting everything on display like that, I think would be, I think it'd be dope than just having like a three day, you know, yeah. singles. Awesome. That was like, yeah. you, ta you talking to watch or any of those guys from, from Japan melee for the Asia bracket. Cause I know watch. Yeah. yeah Talk to watch. Uh, but a lot of like, I've got to know a lot of the, just the Southeast Asian scene in general. Like a lot of people, Singapore. Uh, yeah. Uh, Shout people out to in uh, Hong Kong. I've had tournaments in Singapore. Yeah, man. The dope, dope scene. Uh, yeah. a, a lot of like, a lot of people were all trying to tie it in together. Just not only just like, because like Japan's kind of the hub. I've realized, right? In, yeah, with melee with Asian melee. So you know, you you definitely have to like 
make sure Japan sees it <laughs> first. Right. And then, but everywhere else has like a lot of, a lot of good, like small pockets, like each, like Singapore, Hong Kong, uh, South Korea, Philippines. Like, uh, yeah, Philippines. Uh, yeah. I think Malaysia might yeah. have players. Yeah, yeah um, Cambodia. So you know, getting all these scenes together to try to try to make this work has been pretty cool. And they, mm-hmm. they're like just so happy to to just have an event like this. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it, it's it's cool to be able to do do it. You know, uh, we tried to get more stuff like. Uh, we couldn't really get Central and South America just because they're kind of on the same time zone as us. Mm. So it was just, it was too right, cool. okay. And then uh, Australia, I think they got like land events coming up. So it just, sure. yeah, I think they, so I, I, I don't really know what's going on, but out there, but they, they really couldn't do it. But I think having Asia involved and uh, EU involved is just, it's just a cool segue into you know, yeah. America. And, and then just, you know, to end it with, you know, the summit qualifier and stuff like that. I think. It's yeah. Cool. So there's a lot of. Uh, right. And how, how there's a lot of people tuning in because all of the, I'm thinking about how, you know, Wizzy, SJ, Nunn, some of us all the right. Those guys and, are all kind of for that spot. And with the big one too, initially it wasn't going to be a qualifier because that was kind of like, we're always a qualifier. That was kind of our like thing. Like, man, let's have an event where we're just like we're just gonna have a big event, right? right. So, you know, I talked to it's gonna be big as is, right, right, right. So, I talked to Zane. At least him, him and Mango were like the first two people I talked to. I was like, well, look, you guys want to try to enter this event? You know, trying to make it big, whatever. And they were about it. So, even though people like like they're in Summit, right? But they still will probably compete. This is like the one qualifier. Usually we don't have people who qualify into something compete, but this event, since we had planned on it just to be in a big event anyway, uh, mm-hmm. you'll see people like uh, Zane, Mango, IBW, you know, enter this event on top of just, you know, people gunning for that spot. And mm-hmm. I think this is like cool because this is like set the tone for, for Summit. You know, like like yeah. what what what's gonna transpire, uh, you know, in Summit. You know, get, considering this would be like the last event before it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited. I'm just worried because I I really just want to make sure everything runs smooth and runs decent. It's like my biggest thing. So, and I just hope people participate and join. You know, uh. Yeah, it, it would mean the world to me if, if if anybody in here signs up. All to sign up, all you gotta do is uh, just be subscribed. And that's it. And every mm-hmm. event, free entry. We got prize pools coming up. Um, you know, trying to talk to you know a lot of a lot of different spots and stuff like that. You know, um, they're talking a little bit with Gold Guardians. Y'all are just you know doing mm-hmm. a lot for the scene. You know, mm-hmm. so they reached out and. Like it's cool too to see because you know I was like thinking you know with me being sponsored I didn't know how like orgs work I didn't know if people were like oh you know if it was like a Pepsi Coke type of thing you know what I'm saying like oh you're <laughs> sponsored with this place so you can't uh, yeah. talk to them you know but uh, at least with Golden Guardians it's not like that at all man yeah like, they, they like as long as in that's kind of how I am in general. I mean, y'all know me like is 
the 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 main premise behind all this is to try to help the scene as far as not just even just viewership and you know stuff like that but i think what's more important is the experience because you know i really want people to have a good experience you know even though you know it's like online uh you know i mean and we ran offline i've I've done a bunch of offline tournaments too but i think having an online event uh you know, I, I just want people to enjoy their, their time because, you know, they are taking the time to to do this. So. Right. All right. Regardless what happens, I just want it to be punctual and run smooth and, you know, everybody just enjoy themselves, you know? Yeah, and, for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, I'm I, I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Very, very, very much looking forward to it. Very, very much looking forward to it. I'm, I might try to play in it. I don't know. Uh, I mean, that'd be dope, man. You know, more than married, you guys play, commentate, whatever, man. Just mm-hmm. even you just in Twitch chat. I don't care. Just <laughs> any, any type of. I'll be in Twitch chat too, for yeah, sure. Any any type of just, you know, support, man. It, we we appreciate it. I mean, it, I don't know if you guys got any questions regarding the event. Uh, I'm willing to answer anything. Uh, but yeah, we're just. Hopefully we can make it's not a lot of us. We got a small team. <laughs> it's just me, Jade, Shiggles, uh, Violence, Nate the Sandwich, and my boy Walk. It's, it's, it's like a lot of it's like three to five of us that just do a bunch of stuff. So it's not like we got a whole staff or nothing, but we right. try to make it work. We try. I'd say you guys have been putting on some great events. I'm looking forward to it for sure. Everybody go check that out. Rollback Rumble, the big one. Um, again, what you said, July, right? July 3rd through 11th. Yeah. So July 3rd, we're not going to have anything on the 4th, obviously yeah. it's 4th of July. And then, okay. The 5th will, you'll see like the crew battle start up. So nice. it'll be stuff like that. But the third will be, you know, crew or, or smash sister crews, uh, doubles like wolf, wolf, double or wolf singles, volleyball doubles. And then, Throughout the week, you'll see like it start to get more intense, like crews, mm. doubles, singles, mm. doubles, singles. Yeah. yeah. If you if you want to enter singles, it's just the last three days: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And yeah. Smash G page. Yeah, yeah. So if you do, if you yeah. if you type Smash GG, uh, Smash GG slash R R T B O, should pop up. For Asia, we had to make a different Smash GG page, so you got. RRTBO Asia, if you want to enter the bracket uh, for the Asia Rollback Rumble. And then, uh, but yeah, NA and EU just enter smash.gg slash RRTBO. It should pop up. Got it. You guys, everyone watching the YouTube video, make sure you go go do that ASAP. I know how smashes are. You guys always want to register for things as late as possible. Go <laughs> do it now. RTBO. Open up a tab. Just it's gonna take five seconds. It's not gonna. No, nah, actually, it's actually five seconds. And then it, all you gotta do is sub. And uh, if you already subbed, then everything else free, man. Just enter, enter what you want. Amazing, amazing. Well, thank you, Brandon, for having us having or for for being on rather. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Good to have you, man. I mean, it's all it's just. Honest, honestly Good awesome to have a such a pillar of the community on. I'm glad we get to plug your event. I hope people check it out. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, so yeah. yeah, great to great to have you uh, share your time and uh, experience with us. Yeah, no, likewise. 
Shout, shout outs to you guys, both legends, obviously, pillars yourselves. Thank and you. uh, shout outs to, you know, Golden Guardians for just, you know, supporting the scene in like every way. Really appreciate that. And, uh, you know, as a Warrior fan, you know, I'm rooting for the Warriors, <laughs> baby. We got that play in. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, we almost we almost threw yesterday. We almost threw that game. We but, kept it interesting. Dude, yeah, I didn't you know, Clarkson was kind of going off. I'm not going to lie. He was going off. Okay. Are are we making the are we gonna make the playoffs? It's, it's like between no. the Warriors and uh So it's a play in where the seventh and seventh through tenth seeds have right. to play in like a single elimination bracket to get in. And so we we're like, in we're play. like uh it's like that time with Kalindi and Dewan and Drefford. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Except if, if, if you're if you're uh if you're um the seventh and eighth seed though, you get a double, you get two chances. So you get double elimination. Oh nice. Right. Okay. Uh but if and we're right now we're the eighth seed, so that means we'd have two chances. But if you're if you're ninth and tenth, you you lose once, you're out. You know, I will say it's been funny because I've been I've been getting way more I'd say a couple years ago, I was watching a fair bit of basketball, and I got way more into it after getting on Golden Guardians because I'm like, oh, for sure. now, now I have a real, re you know what I mean? And, and it's your local team too, right? Like, little, right, you know. Yeah. I, I, so, so, and it's funny, like, because we we did the thing where me, Zane, and Nunn got to watch the, uh, um, God, that that uh, is, which which game was that actually? Was it the, uh, what's the team with you know Giannis and? Oh, you guys watched versus the Bucks? Versus the Bucks, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That game was fucking crazy, man. That shit was one twenty eight, one twenty nine to one twenty eight. Steph yeah. Curry got like forty one points, I think it was. Oh my! And I realized watching the Warriors this season, I was like, man, Steph Curry really is like that good. <laughs> yeah, he's like low key MVP. He he probably won't get MVP. Because it's been because they NBA does records off MVP a lot of time, but like man, dude shot like more threes yeah. in like one game than like certain people's careers. Like it's it's oh. it's like ridiculous, bro. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. Really, you you want to feel like on a team game you can't carry a team. I, mean, I don't care is a strong word. You can't be that much of a fucking stand-up. I mean, like, you know, hey, I'm not going to hold you. He, he, My man, he got the, yeah, he's, <laughs> without Curry, bro, I don't know, man. It's, it's <laughs> you know, like maybe anyway. Wiggins on a good day, Draymond on a good day, but Steph's just, yeah. it's the MVP numbers, bro. Just, just He's like averaging, like, I think last month he averaged like 38 points a game or something crazy. Like, what the it's ridiculous, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> just it's cool to see that Gold Guardians, you know. Yeah, I'm still hoping. I'm still hoping COVID's over, man. I'm hoping they uh, we get to do something with them. That'd be fucking. Oh, yeah, that'd be man. Go to the chase. I yeah, you know, I've never been to the Chase Center. Still, I'm not. That's the crazy part. I'm so close to it. When I yeah, drove no. over, I looked into Google Maps. I'm like, damn, I'm really ten minutes away. Yeah, you know, I, I, no, no lie, my heart is forever Oracle. You know, sure. Yeah, that, a, I mean that's fair. Oakland resident, you know what I'm saying? I you know I, I, I spent countless mm -hmm. nights there. But uh yeah, you know, I, the Chase Center looks crazy. So I want to see it's it. Very nice. It's very nice. It is very nice. Right. Just walking around, the street names are all like one warrior's way and shit. Oh, you know, right. that's sick, dude. Oh, yeah, cool. 
Yo, so they got the street. Uh, PP, you got to go out there, man. Yeah, yeah man. That'd be fun. Yeah. I can't wait for the first offline, the real, the first real offline, because they did it when Zane got picked up last year. There was an offline where Zane was in SoCal with uh with all the Warriors guys. I hope we get to do something like that after COVID. Mm. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah anyways, ways. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. I think that's going to be about it for this week's episode. And again, every Tuesday, 3 p.m., if you're watching on YouTube and you're like, damn, I want to ask some questions. Well, you can. You come by twitch.tv slash dopebq, twitch.tv slash ppmd. Get in the Discord. You're going to get to ask your questions. You're going to get to talk to us live on live on air. Yep. Absolutely. Thank you so it's much for everybody. hanging out with us. And uh, yeah, fun episode um hopefully you guys enjoyed bring your heaters next week let us know how we did mm -hmm. in the comments and hopefully you guys have a wonderful rest of your day thank you so much for tuning in take care guys love you guys